You're listening to You're listening to the to a Beer O'Clock the Beer O'Clock Show. You're listening to the Beer O'Clock Show. It's Beer O'Clock and this is the Beer O'Clock Show. My name is Mark and joining me, as always, is my beer buddy Steve. Hello, Steve. Hi Mark, how are you doing? I'm doing alright, how are you? I'm fine, thank you. This week we feature the Italian candidate in our Six Nations season, following the English and Irish beers from previous episodes. This week's beer is Krakatoa from the brewery Retorto, and we'll come to that in just a short while. Steve, how's your beery week been, mate? It's been a very good beery week this week, I I, I have to say. Um, A couple of things that I want to talk about. Uh, Firstly, uh, Rebel IPA, a new Samuel Adams beer um, being released in the UK in June. Um, It's being imported into the UK from uh, by Shepherd Neem. Um, so it's uh, an American IPA brewed with all American hops, Cascade, Simcoe, Amarillo, Chinook and Centennial. Um, yeah, a really, really nice, um, easy drinking IPA. Not a great big dry hop bomb like like your West Coast IPAs are. Um, a lot more subtle in its flavours. Uh, really enjoyed drinking that one this week. Um, and probably the other thing to mention, which has been that the beer that has been all over Twitter, you would have literally had to have had your head buried in the sand to have avoided this in this last week. Uh, the chaps from Brewdog released their first Born to Die beer. Uh, so it's Born to Die 040715. Um, the concept behind these beers is basically that date that's on the bottle is the date at which the beer stops tasting its best. They've worked out when it's a, its optimum freshness to drink. And so the idea is, is that you drink it by then. This is a massive imperial IPA, um, big dry flavors, really big sort of like tropical fruits in there. there's a loads of mango in there but it feels like every craft wanker and their dog has been drinking this beer this week <laughs> i have not well, <laughs> apart from you of course <laughs> clearly, because you don't like double hot bombs and no. you've gone on record a number of times to say that um what about you mate what have you been drinking this week um well i was still getting over over my lurgy from last week so i didn't have that much but we had um a little guest spot on the sips suds and smokes podcast on saturday and we went through a few bottles <laughs> with those guys <laughs> especially considering that we turned up and they thought we would have drunk them already and made our notes so you and i quickly sampled <laughs> five or six different yeah. beers in like 15 minutes while they were getting set up we do things slightly differently don't we mate <laughs> we, we, do. we drink while we recall these guys are pretty drunk yeah yeah so we had to we were definitely playing catch up <laughs> indeed but there were some really nice beers um I don't know when that episode is going to be out, but check it out when you do. But the Founders beers, they've got a lovely range. You can't get them all over here or not readily available everywhere. But, um, I mean, the Rubeus was a really nice, kind of like a raspberry sour type beer. Their Porter, spot on. Um, You had the Dirty Bastard, which you were raving <laughs> to me it was, about. it was a really good old owl yeah. yeah um yeah i mean like like you say that 
we're not sure sure when that show is going to go out, but when it does, we'll obviously we'll make mention of it on here and we'll put a link in, in our show notes so you can have a listen to the show that we did with the guys from the states there. But I I certainly enjoyed working my way through those um, founders beers, and, and obviously we're really grateful as well to to the founders rep in the UK who managed to get those beers to us as well to feature on that show. Yeah, it was really kind of him. So, like Steve said, we'll shout when that episode is out. And that's about me for the for the beery stuff. I mean, I, I had a, an IHL warmer before we started recording <laughs> that episode <laughs> with Sips. But other than that, I've got loads of beer in the fridge. I'm going away probably tomorrow for a few days, so I'm sure I'll take some supplies with me and I'll have more to report next week. <laughs> I, I should probably just mention as well, actually, there was another beer that I drank this week and um, there was a, a tweet put out earlier on in the week that Firestone Walker beers had hit the UK shores um, and not just um, their bottles, but canned Firestone Walker. Now, mm. obviously that, yes, ooh, that set the craft community into a bit of a, a bit of a frenzy. I was lucky enough to be in Leeds when, when the cans hit Leeds and I've just got to give a shout out to the guys from Little Leeds Beer House who not only did they put me aside a few cans and a couple of bottles, but when they realised that I couldn't make it to their shop before they closed, they actually delivered them to the hotel <laughs> that I was staying in. Now, now that is going above and beyond the the, the, the call of, of duty, I think, in terms of customer service. So I just want to, again, um, just thank the guys from the Little Leeds Beer House for saving me those beers and making sure I actually got my hands on some of them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, that's what you want, isn't it? Customer service like that. That's that's what's going to keep people coming back time and time again. <laughs> well done, little Leeds Beer House. Anyway, time for the news, I think, mate. You got you got some news? Yes, mate. Lots of news again this week. Here's your pips. Extended pips this week as well to go with the amount of news I've got. Lovely. Um, okay, so you've you've probably heard us talk about brew house and kitchen in Islington before. Um, they are opening a second um, bar in a few weeks' time. This it's going to be a little bit further up in Highbury. Um, it will open on the twenty second of June, which is Midsummer's night, um, with a Midsummer Garden beer night. So uh, much the same as the uh, one at the Angel. There, it's going to be a micro pub, so they're going to be brewing their own beers on site, and they'll be branded um, with local branding that, that are relevant to the local area. Keeping with the London theme, um, Summer Brewfest is back this year from the 19th to the 21st of June um, in association with Barworks and Ubrew, um, and it will actually be taking place down at Ubrew on Bermondsey. Confirmed so far are Camden, Forpure, Gypsy Hill, Hamilton, Mondo, One Mile End, and Orbit. You can check out all the details and tickets, summerbrewfest.co.uk. Um, more in the events news, Cyrus have got a Sessions and Sours summer festival taking place on Saturday the 11th of July from 2 till 9.30pm. Um, tickets are available now from the Siren website. I'm not sure how much they cost, but for the price of the ticket, you get a complimentary glass and beer tokens to the value of £10. There's also transport provided to and from Wokingham Station for anybody that's a bit concerned about getting to Siren because it is in the middle of nowhere. And then finally, continuing on the Siren theme, um, they are going to be on Friday the 19th of June 
they are going to be at Cottage Wines in Birmingham for a, it looks like more than a tap takeover. It's a tap bar, shop, meet the brewer, all sorts going on here. So they're taking over all 14 taps in Cottage Wines with exclusive specials and core range beers, um, plus the launch of their Cottage Wines 20th anniversary special blended strong owl. And you can meet the team from Siren. So that's Friday the 19th of July, 1 till 8 p.m. If you want more information about that, best check out Cottage Wines. You can find them on Twitter at Cottage Wines. Okay, and we're introducing a new segment that Steve just thought up today. <laughs> it is... You tell them what the top, what, what title is, mate. Okay, so so this is with I've been racking my brains all day and I couldn't think up with a with come up with a smart title. So I went to Twitter and and two people suggested this title. So I'm gonna gonna give them both a shout out. So Camden Town Ed, you can find him on Twitter at Edwin Matthew, and Mike Warwick, you can find him on Twitter at Welsh Mike. Um, thanks guys for both suggesting Hop Topic. <laughs> You're so proud of yourself. I, I am now, yes. Wish, I just wish I had thought of that. So, so yeah, it's going to be a new segment that we're we're hopefully going to um, do on a weekly basis. So tell the boys and girls what Hop Topic is all about and what we're doing this week. Okay, so, so what we're going to do each week, we're going to have um, a chat about something that has either been hotly debated on Twitter in the, in the past week, something that's come up in the news, or hopefully as this segment um, grows a following of its own, we'll get listeners suggesting things that they'd like us to talk about in Hop Topic. So we're going to start off this week um, with a, a discussion that I saw happen on Twitter last week. I got involved as well, as, as I do sometimes, and it's about Meet the Brewery events. So you, you're aware of the concept of a, a Meet the Brewery event, yes, mate? <laughs> yeah. I'm, okay, I'm not that good. sheltered. Okay, just making sure. So the, there was the, the, the discussion was, um, should bars be charging for them? And if so, what's the most that you would pay for a Meet the Brewer event? Now, my view on this was very much um, working in my day job in an industry where we run events. And whenever we run a free event, we got hardly anybody turn up. So we try to always make a small charge for events because when people commit, financially to event to an event research shows that they are more likely to turn up because they've got some sort of connection to it so that that was my view on this in in the week was actually yes i think meet the brewery events should be charged um but i'm keen to get your views mate on how much you'd be willing to pay for a meet the brewery event and within that would you expect any free tasters of beer in with the price um i would say well it depends if i'm going to pay money then the option is either you pay to get in and you may get like a token for a, a free beer you know a free half or a free third within you know say if it's a tenner to get in um or they could charge a little bit more and it's free beer all night but i agree with you uh, having a ticket price does commit people and if they don't turn up then it's not a complete waste to the organizers so that's that's my take on it how much how okay, much so how much the tickets should be i would say five or ten quid get yourself a free third out of that and the rest of it you, you pay at the bar 
Yeah. Well, that that was going to be my next question was how much would you be willing to pay? And I think you've answered that. And 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 I think we we found recently when obviously we went to the the, the Brooklyn Mash uh, at Beaver Town, we paid something like six ninety a ticket. Which when when those tickets were on sale, it didn't mention anything about there being any free beer in with the price of that ticket. We went along, and then all of a sudden there's a truck full of Brooklyn beer which they're literally giving away. So that that was a bonus. And and then obviously we we got the the scoop on the United Brewers Association as well, which we never knew. Was was coming up but yeah i mean i'm i'm quite happy to pay uh, a small fee to commit to an event um I, I think within that you know if if you've got the if you've got the the brewery's beers on and the brewer's there it, you know you could give out tasters of of the beers and you don't even have to give out a third but but you would expect at least to be able to give out a few tasters of what's on offer i think um but I'm I'm keen to know what what the listeners think on this. So um, tweet us and, and let us know. Use the hashtag Hop Topic um, and let us know. Um, would you pay for uh, a Meet the Brewery event? And what's the most that you would pay? And and we'll give you some feedback next week. Um, and also, if you do want to suggest um, a question for Hop Topic again, uh, use the hashtag Hop Topic and send us a question, and we'll discuss it in this feature on a future show. Right, well, let's get on to this week's beer, mate. From the brewery Retorto, the beer is called Trakatoa. It's an IPA, 6.5%, from Italy, as we said, brewed with American and European hops. I don't know which ones exactly. Oh, get the fruits got, off that. Yeah, it's got a lovely aroma to it, hasn't it? Yeah. Citrus fruits, a little bit of pine in there, maybe a hint of caramel. Pouring very dark, so I would say from the pour, quite possibly you're looking at more the English style of IPA on this one, just from the colour because it's at, it's kind of more on the brown side than mm-hmm. than you would get from the big golden American IPA. Oh yeah, indeed. Oh, but the aromas that are just spilling off of that. Very clean aromas. There's a little bit of lemon in there, maybe a little little, little bit of orange, a little bit of marmalade. Coming through as well. Right, shall we get into it, mate? Let's let's get into this. I'm trying trying to remember back to the uh, to the Italian season. <laughs> what was the uh, was it? It was Chin Chin, wasn't it? I've got no idea. <laughs> oh, Drink, oh well. Chin Chin, Chin Drink. Chin. Cheers, <laughs> cheers. Mm, it's, it's very bitter. Wow. That tastes Bitterness almost like a red. Right through it. Yeah, abs- absolutely. I was I was just going to go for something like that. It's um, there's there's almost hints of chocolate on that flavour, mm-hmm. which is which is something that I've never really picked up from a um, from an IPA before. Very slight, almost rye flavours. I think like just a hint of them. Yeah, that lovely malt is coming through. The hops kind of just envelop the flavors rather than cutting through them. So, what flavors are you are you are you getting from this, Steve? Well, I I am getting a little bit of chocolate from it. I'm getting a little bit of caramel. There's maybe some dark fruits in there. Maybe some raisins. A, a little bit of dark sugar as well. Um, there's there's a hint of tropical fruits and citrus fruits going on in there, but it, it's it's a lot more of those darker flavours um, that that I'm getting coming through, and there's there's a really long lasting bitterness on it as well. Yeah, 
it's funny. It's like that mix of European. Like I said, I don't I don't know what hops they put in when just doing my back of the website research, <laughs> and it and it just says that it's Amer- European and American hops. I would guess because of the dark flavors going on in there, I, there's got to be some there's got to be some English hops in here um, that, that are giving a little bit of the woodiness, a little bit of the the, the, the earthiness that, that's coming through on that bitter finish. Um, I, I'm quite intrigued to actually find out what hops are in, in here. You're definitely getting the American hops um, on the aroma um, that the citrus fruits are coming through. Um, a very good balance of hops in here, though, um, that, that's created a really interesting beer. Yeah, there's there's light flavors coming back on the belch, which is always nice. Your mouth isn't burning with the hops. Um, get like you were saying before, getting that caramel coming through a little bit, getting the biscuitiness coming through, kind of overlaying fruity sweetness as well, and that it's really weird that that hoppiness. My mouth is being left like I've just drunk. Like a traditional English beer that's just slightly more hopped, but when you're drinking it, it doesn't taste like that. It's tasting like a fruity red, with that kind of balance of a, of American hops that are giving it that, that lovely fresh spice coming through, and the woodiness from, like you said, obviously some English hops that have to be in there because we're getting that the twigginess, the earthiness coming through. It's yeah, interesting. Uh, it's an interesting mix. It is a really interesting mix, and uh, again, I think we kind of we guessed that this might be the case last week when we said we were going back to Italy again because when we did do that Italian season of beers, I think we were quite surprised with every beer that we drank in terms of the flavors and the aromas that we were getting from them. Um, and and again, I just at this point would like to thank Andy from Beers from Italy who supplied us with these beers to to do tonight. Um, we're very grateful to have been able to have got our hands on these and this and th- this beer is now available on Andy's website. Um, beersfromitaly.com Yeah, so what do you know about Retorto, mate? Okay, so um, as opposed to last week when you asked me the question I clearly hadn't done any research <laughs> on, on the brewery um, this week I, I preempted that question and, and thought I'd actually do a little bit of research um, th- their website's quite limited in terms of the information that's on there um, it, it's and only recently because I was researching this beer before we started the season and a few weeks ago it was only Italian that the website but it's now been translated into into English as well so what I've managed to find out um, is they were founded in 2011 so they're they're still relatively new um, that the name Ritorto actually refers to a small village that's close to where the company is based now I use the term the company is based there because these guys don't actually own a brewery the beers are brewed at Bira Piacenza um, so it must be contract brewing uh, under the name of Ritorto. Um If you split the name into Re, it means king, and Torto, which can be di- a dialectic way to say drunk. So um, <laughs> from that, what they've done is they've created a fantasy world where each beer represents a different character within it. So within their core range, they've got um, a Scotch owl called the Daughter of Autumn. They've got a light beer, which is like an Amer- a Belgian white called Latte Pisse. They've got an American pal called Morning Glory. They've got a Belgian strong called Black Lullaby. And then they've got a golden owl called Teen Spirit. And that's obviously in addition to the Krakatoa IPA that we're doing. Yeah, what's interesting as well is we made note 
during our Italian season about um, the shape of the bottles, how they were all kind of very wine bottle types. This bottle is a, what anyone would expect to be a traditional American English style shape of beer bottle, but on their website they have more wine bottle looking um, bottles. Yeah. So I don't know if I'm wondering if they have different shapes for different markets or if those bottles are slightly larger and that's why. But it's interesting. It's it's very interesting. So they that and 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 also I mean on the website it talks about awards that they've won as well. So um again they've obviously been recognized for the beers that they're producing and if if the other beers in their range or anything if this if this is anything to go by then the other beers in their range I I could anticipate being as equally as good as this. I was getting very very faint hints of clovey yeastiness coming through a mouthful previously just as it's coming towards the end yeah um and and again i think that's something we spoke about last week was that the the, the italian brewers and we found this when we did that season do tend to um, take inspiration from a range of countries um that they don't just look at one place they look at what's going on in belgium in germany in the uk and america and they try to create their own twist on it so mm-hmm. you know it may very well be that what they've done here is they've brewed a English-American hybrid IPA, and maybe they've used a little bit of Belgian yeast in there as well to to give it that finish. And that biscuit maltiness is really standing up towards the end as it's warming up a little bit. It's yeah, it's funny. It's it's a beer that's changing even within thirty three or thirty three thirty mils, <laughs> three hundred thirty mils, or however big this bottle is. It's cha- it's changing so much from. The initial pour to now when it's just you know a finger left on the glass uh, absolutely as it, as, as it warms it's almost a different beer now to what it was when we first started drinking it yeah so as steve said folks you can get this beer at beersfromitaly.com check them out great bunch of lads any final comments on the krakatoa from retorto steve very well rounded there's a, a lot of interesting flavors going on in there uh, they all balance very very well um it's uh, a pleasant drink to, to to enjoy and it's one that changes with every mouthful indeed it wears its abv very proudly pinned to its chest six and a half percent you can kind of tell but it's still very drinkable not a huge hot bomb like i was afraid it's going to be it's more imagine a traditional english ipa but with um, blended american hops and you kind of get the idea but leaning also towards a more malty beer, a more red style, even with a very, very faint hint of rye for me, but only very faint. It's just a lovely mix of flavours, like you said. So that's the Krakatoa from Retorto. Stevie. Yes. Ebria competition reminder note. Yes, um, <laughs> it's it's your last opportunity to enter two of the three giveaways that we're doing with Ebria. Um, the first one, all you've got to do is head over to iTunes and you've got to leave a review and a rating. Uh, and anyone that's done that between when we first launched this competition a few weeks ago and the 31st of May, your names will go into a hat and then we'll draw 
uh, one random lucky person out to win a discovery box from eBria. Um, the thing that we have discovered with iTunes, though, is obviously people have got uh, profile names on iTunes that don't tell us who they are. So if you are one of the people that have rated on iTunes, we're going to have to try and find a way of finding out who you are to be able to send you your prize. Maybe you could um, just drop us a DM if, if you have rated just to let us know. Um, the second of the three giveaways is a simple Twitter competition. Um, there are tweets on our timeline. There's a link in the show notes. Go in, enter. You, again, you're going to a draw for one of the Ebria boxes. And the, the third way that you can win will close this evening in a moment when we reveal who's won the last prize this prize, prize this no more for this uh, giveaway. And the, the, the four... Or maybe five. Who knows? I don't know how many I've chosen this week. Uh, they will all go into a hat as well to win a third box um, from Ebria. So um, all the details for those three giveaways are in the show notes with the links to the places where you need to go to enter. Indeedy. And something new on the website as well. We've got a newsletter now. So for those of you who don't do iTunes, who don't really do Twitter... You can sign up to our newsletter. We'll email you just once a week when our new show is out and also let you keep updated on things like new competitions, our crawls that are going on, lock-ins, all that kind of stuff. It's strictly one email a week. So sign up on... Just go to the website. It's in the sidebar. Chuck your email address in and that's it. That's all you need to do. Right. It's interesting that you mentioned the um the, the crawls there, mate, because something we've not mentioned on the show yet is we do have another crawl coming up we do. In, in, in a few weeks' time. So on Saturday, 27th of June, we are hitting Brighton um, for a crawl of what promises to be of epic proportions. And we are pleased to be being supported by Dark Star Brewery on that crawl as well, who are some sponsoring some fun little activities around the route and will also be providing commemorative T-shirts for anybody that makes it to the end of the route. So if you want all the information on that, just head to the website and click on the tab that says Brighton Crawl and all the details are there. Yeah, lovely afternoon walk in the sun starting at 11. Why not? Yeah, why not? <laughs> Finishing around 6 so that those who aren't Brighton-based can get on a train and get home at a reasonable time. Um, it's a lovely route, so yeah, check out the Brighton Crawl 2015 page on the website. All the details are there, including a map. And yeah, fun times. Right, Stevie. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, 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 sir. Yes, sir, sir. I assume that we do indeed have a prizes prize this week. We we do have a final entry for the Ebria prizes prize prize this no more competition, and I am pleased to once again say it's another first time winner hey. of prizes prize. So this has been pretty much every week now since we started this season. So it shows that people are up in their game. So so those <laughs> of you that got a little bit comfortable with your prizes prize winning last season, you need to maybe have a rethink at what you're doing. So this week's one goes to uh Marky Sharps, um who I think has been taking inspiration from me and has been baking brownies with <laughs> with stout and he posted a great picture of the brownie that he made which has been made with the bean brothers espresso stout so congratulations marky you join the others 
whose names I can't remember right now, <laughs> in the draw, which we will make on next Monday's show um, for a box from Ebria. And thanks again to Ebria for offering the prizes for that competition. And Ebria are one of the retailers who are offering 10% discounts for Beer Clock Show listeners. Go to our website on the Season 7 Beer List page and all the details are there. The others are our old friends Ales by Mail and the lovely beautiful beers are offering 10% discounts. And Ebria are also offering 10 quid off the first box if you sign up to their beer club. Right, what's happening next week, Stevie? Next week we continue with our Six Nations theme and we're heading to the green, green grass of home with um, uh, a Welsh beer with a French name, I think. It's called (laughs) Pamplemousse um, from the Wayen Brewery. That I'm hoping do. that's how you pronounce it. Um, this is um, a parallel of epic proportions. Um, it's very highly thought of, and it was recommended to us by one of our loyal listeners and Instagrammers, um, Sparky Wright. So thanks for the recommendation, Sparky, and thanks up front to, to the Wayan Brewery as well for supplying us with the beers for next week's show. Indeed. You can find us online at beeroclockshow.co.uk, on Twitter at beeroclockshow, on Instagram at Beer O'Clock Show and Untapped at Beer O'Clock Show Steve. I'm on Untapped at Beer Show Mark and Twitter at Beer Show Mark. Thanks again, Steve, for joining me this week, mate. It's been the highlight of my week. <laughs> Until next time, bye-bye.